Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. I'm Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rocks in Glen Iris, Victoria. As we are still currently unable to gather in the church for Mass, I hope this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. You will hear the readings from the day, a short homily and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there will be periods of silence. Take these moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God about them in your own words. I invite you now to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, Put into our hearts the love of your name, so that, by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and, by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Now, Israel, take notice of the laws and customs that I teach you today, and observe them, that you may have life, and may enter and take possession of the land that the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. You must add nothing to what I command you, and take nothing from it. 
but keep the commandments of the Lord your God, just as I lay them down for you. Keep them, observe them, and they will demonstrate to the peoples your wisdom and understanding. When they come to know of all these laws, they will exclaim, No other people is as wise and prudent as this great nation. And indeed, what great nation is there that has its gods so near to the, as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call him? And what great nation is there that has laws and customs to match this whole law that I put before you today? The Word of the Lord. Psalm 14 Lord, who shall dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks without fault, he who acts with justice, and speaks the truth from his heart. He who does no wrong to his brother, who casts no slur on his neighbour, who holds the godless in disdain, but honours those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his pledge, come what may, who takes no interest on a loan, and accepts no bribes against the innocent. Such a man will stand firm for ever. A reading from the letter of St. James. It is all that is good, everything that is perfect, which is given us from above. It comes down from the Father of all light. With him there is no such thing as alteration, no shadow of a change. By his own choice he made us his children by the message of the truth, so that we should be a sort of first fruits of all that he had created. Accept and submit to the word which has been planted in you and can save your souls. But you must do what the word tells you and not just listen to it and deceive yourselves. Pure, unspoiled religion in the eyes of God our Father is this, coming to the help of orphans and widows when they need it, and keeping oneself uncontaminated by the world. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered round Jesus, and they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with unclean hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and the Jews in general follow the tradition of the elders and never eat without washing their arms as far as the elbow. And on returning from the marketplace, they never eat without first sprinkling themselves. There are also many other observances which have been handed down to them concerning the washing of cups and pots and bronze dishes. So these Pharisees and scribes ask him, Why do your disciples not respect the tradition of the elders, but eat their food with unclean hands? He answered, 
It was of you hypocrites that Isaiah so rightly prophesied in this passage of Scripture. This people honours me only with lip service, while their hearts are far from me. The worship they offer me is worthless. The doctrines they teach are only human regulations. You put aside the commandment of God to cling to human traditions. He called the people to him again and said, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a man from outside can make him unclean. It is the things that come out of a man that make him unclean. For it is from within, from men's hearts, that evil intentions emerge. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, malice, deceit, indecency, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and make a man unclean. The Gospel of the Lord. We all desire peace and confidence that God is with us, that we're in his presence. We want to feel that his hand is on our shoulder, guiding us through life. I think especially in these times when we're stuck at home in lockdown, we want to feel that God is there. In today's readings, we are reminded of what it is that we need to do to be living in the presence of God. We need to be just. We need to be following the commandments, to be righteous people, doing what is good. God spent generations trying to teach the people of Israel how to be just, how to do what is good. And we heard in the first reading this moment where Moses gave them laws and customs. And he told them that by following them, they would be seen as wise people by others. And in doing so, would draw people closer to God. They would respect the wisdom of the people of Israel, recognize that that wisdom must have been given them from someone greater than them, and they would leave their many pagan gods and follow the one true God. The problem, of course, throughout the generations has been that people tended to stick to the laws and customs, to follow the commandments, to seem wise in the eyes of other people, but to forget God. And this is why we see Jesus in the gospel coming to fix this problem. We see that the religious leaders of the time had been scandalized by Jesus' disciples. How could followers of this teacher be taken seriously if they were not doing all of the uh, things that should prove themselves wise? How could they be seen as upstanding if they were not following all of the precepts put down by those leaders. They were accused of not following the tradition of the elders, but then Jesus corrects them, reminds them of the genuine tradition of the elders, and that they had forgotten that dual purpose that Moses mentioned. They would be seen as wise by other people, but in order to draw other people to God, because being near God was the goal of it all. 
The problem was that God had fallen out of the picture. Jesus said that they were only clinging to human traditions. They had put aside God. It's not that the laws and customs in themselves were wrong. After all, God put them there in the first place through Moses. But the people needed to remember the purpose of those laws and customs. The purpose was to be near God, to live in God's presence. Jesus reminded them that it wasn't so important to wash their hands as to wash their hearts. And this is the message for all of us as well. We need to be seeking a holy life to be free from sin. We need to be just. We need to be upstanding people in order to be near God. But drawing our hearts closer to him is what we're aiming at. It's our hearts that need to be drawn to God. Our hearts that need to be closer to God. And by following his laws and customs, by removing sin from our lives, we will indeed take our hearts closer to God. In the second reading, St. Paul gives us the list of all of the bad habits and purities that most commonly keep people away from God. We certainly need to make sure that we remove these from our lives, that we strive to be holy. We can purify our lives in order to be nearer God. That's why we go to confession as often as we can. That's why we do penance on Fridays, why we fast. It's why we make small, difficult acts of charity, particularly in these times when we're at home and we look for those opportunities to love those that we're living with, especially when we don't have the energy or desire to do so. To purify our lives and be nearer to God is why we do our best to fulfill the precepts of the church. We become more righteous, not for human respect, not so that others look at us and think that we're holy, but we do it all for God, for his glory, and that we may be closer to him. So as we endure another Sunday in lockdown, unable to gather in our church for Mass, let's make sure today that we give our hearts to God. That certainly we do the things that we've committed to doing, praying with this podcast, praying the rosary, reading the scriptures, whatever activities we have promised ourselves and God that we will do to keep Sunday holy. Let's make sure we still do all that, but remember that we're doing those things in order to give our hearts to God. Let's recommit to purifying our lives and becoming righteous. As a result, God will pour his grace upon us and we will feel his presence. We will be like the just living in the presence of the Lord, experiencing peace and confidence and feeling his guiding hand on our shoulder. Take a moment now to think of what you wish to pray for and for whom you wish to pray. And you may like to say these prayers out loud as a family or offer them to God silently in your hearts.
We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you join us again next Sunday. God bless.